Hello and welcome to Holistic Horseworks Talks. My name is Lillian Shoup. I'm here with April Love, the founder of Holistic Horseworks, and we have some questions from horse owners about natural horse care. So I saw this newsletter from a trainer and it was talking about how the horse was very sluggish and how to like, you know, get him to not be sluggish. And I wanted to know what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, I see those. And I was actually working on five horses yesterday and there was a big tall thoroughbred in the arena who just didn't want to go. And I could tell his hips and neck and everything was out and she was whipping him. And I'm just, I had to turn the other way. Me and the barn owner were just like, oh my God, he doesn't want to do it. And I always change people's attitude to he's unable to do it. And you smacking him with the riding crop and forcing him to go around in that circle when the right shoulder can't move correctly and the hips way behind. And he doesn't want to turn on the right stifle, which is like a knee because it hurts. But yet you keep forcing it. And then you wonder when he gives a crow hop, why? So when your horse is sluggish and lethargic and heavy on the fore and just doesn't want to go, when you hurt, how do you feel? And someone says, hey, let's go for a run or a bike ride. And you're like, yeah, I really don't want to. And, oh, but I'm going to whip you and make you do it anyway. So I do have to have a little hard time with that. But if you do the bodywork program that I have and you do the horse yoga, your horse will be light and free. And I've had people ride my horses. I used to do 50 mile endurance rides and they're like, wow, you just to trot and boom, off they go. I said, yeah, you don't kick my horses <laughs> and you cluck to canter and you give a half halt to sit down when you want to slow down and you never even needed to pick up the reins because they're just moving with you. And that was any breed. That's just not an Arabian. So when they're sluggish and lethargic and heavy on the hind and heavy on the fore, you need to look into the body issues of why. And now we're in summer with, you know, electrolytes being out of balance. So, you know, the horse I worked on yesterday, they say, oh, he's still having diarrhea again and we can't get his, you know, stools, whatever I said. And are you feeding him electrolytes? Yes. Electrolytes is going to give them, you know, by salt and osmosis diarrhea. So I said, just hang, you know, those Himalayan salt licks and let the horse choose what they want. And if you work them really hard, just give them electrolytes that day for summer because you do need your sodium, magnesium, potassium and vitamins to have your energy. And I prefer the Dynamite Dynaspark, which is a liquid electrolyte from an organic uh, molasses base. And the horses just love it in summer. So you know, if your horse isn't competing well, we go through the body and the yoga to make sure everything's working well. And then we look into how much they're eating and drinking, because if you don't feel good, you aren't going to want to perform, you know, so making a horse do something, you know, she was riding this horse during the heat of the day and there wasn't anywhere in his body that he was in alignment or could move correctly. So she probably rode him 20 minutes longer than the lesson should be trying to force the horse to do it physically correctly to what she wanted. When if she just done all the body work and checked in with him first, she would have had a light, easy, pleasant horse to ride that just flowed with joy and ease. Okay. I know sometimes uh, I know riders that end up more exhausted than the horse because um, they're working so hard to make the horse go. And obviously that's unpleasant for both of them. It's the same thing. You're trying to give them leg aids and 
the ribs are locked down and the inner intercostals are in spasm and the back's too tight. When the back's too tight, you're going to have a hollow back, high headed horse, you know? So how can a horse respond to a leg aid when the whole side is in spasm? When you watch your horse walk away without a rider and the right hind leg comes forward, the whole barrel should be moving to the left. And when the left hind leg comes forward, the whole barrel should be moving to the right. And I'll watch these horses in the arena and there's no sway. There, it's, it's like you're riding a concrete block and then you're asking it to bend and exercise and lift and be light on its feet and collect a body that's a concrete brick. So you need to do the body work first, need to do the yoga first. And if you do the yoga that I have, it's really just five simple moves, but it's a diagnostic check. You know, there's a carrot stretch to the stifle. If your horse can't do that, you have a glitch in the neck and you can do that when you feed the horse. Doesn't have to be when you're tacking up the horse. There's the front leg circles. If they can't do the front leg circles, then your whole front end is tight and locked down. Nothing's moving correctly. You're going to start to have side bone, ring bone, arthritic knees. Um, you're going to have the tripping and stumbling. So you need to check in with the horse. It's not a motorcycle or a car. It's every body part working correctly before you get on and ride it. After your lesson, if you do the yoga again, then you're putting the horse back out in the field in a better alignment and stretching because it's when the horse is in the field after the lesson that they stiffen up like as if you gardened all day or painted the ceiling all day and then you fell asleep on the couch and you wake up really stiff so if you do the yoga after you ride as well then the next time you see the horse they're looking forward to the ride you're stretching them you're getting the endorphins you go oh this side's tighter you're going to know it before you even get on the horse and do more stretching. You're going to have a much more enjoyable ride. And the horse is actually going to anticipate, oh, they want to trot. Oh, they want right lead candor. Sure. Happy to do it. So that's what we teach. Yeah, I actually had a horse that I did the carrot stretches with. So he would actually see me coming and he would start doing the stretches on his own. Yeah, with our endurance horses, uh, my roommate would go down and feed him in the morning and they all just stood there, turned around and put their nose all the way back to the tail, waiting for him to get there with the treat. And if all of a sudden one day one side was short and he could only reach midway down his ribs, I knew there was a glitch that I had to fix before we tacked it up and rode it. So you can use my yoga as a diagnostic tool. Wow, this part of the stretch isn't going well. There's deeper issues that we need to look into. The horses I worked on yesterday were 20 and 22 and really sore, not wanting to be touched here and touched there. And he's always biting when she tries to put the saddle on and tighten the girth. And right about the time a horse has a really good brain and you trust him is when the body's falling apart. So my program is designed so that your horse can be healthy, sound, and rideable through their 30s, not done when they're 22. So do the daily yoga. And if you can't come to a hands-on clinic, Get my home study program and start learning how to do all this for your horse. It's you'll save thousands of dollars on vet bills and shoeing bills, and you'll have a happy horse that nickers at you every time you go out and see him. Thank you, April. That's about all the time we have for today. For other podcasts, please visit holistichorseworks.com. Thanks for listening.